Welcome to the Business Focus Podcast. Before we start, can we ask one thing? 74% of you that watch this channel frequently do not subscribe. If you've enjoyed our videos, please could you do me a favor and hit the subscribe button? It helps this channel more than you know, and the bigger the channel gets, the bigger the learning gets. Welcome to the Business Focus Podcast. Jonathan Herbs is the host of the Business Focus Podcast. He is a strategic advisor, coach, and mentor to entrepreneurial business owners, CEOs, and senior executives. In this podcast, he chats with entrepreneurs, founders, and CEOs of scaling companies. It centers around their entrepreneurial journey so far and their aspirations for their companies. Good. Fantastic. Great. So today I'm speaking with Jeffrey Williams, and he's CEO of Barcats. And when we get into it, um, it's a it's a Fab, fab company. I, I, when I was doing my research, it's it's really interesting. So, welcome. Let's just start with what do you do? Well, I'd, uh, twenty odd years of, uh, of corporate life. I uh, I worked for some big multinationals around the world, and uh, about five and a half years ago, decided that I'd had enough of all those uh, processes and uh, demand planning meetings and HR every week in my office. Uh, and I really wanted to do something for myself. And, uh, and that was about building uh, a hospitality community with staff on one side looking for, for work and then venues on the other side looking for staff. I knew that from my old corporate days that the big corporates ultimately want to improve their advocacy and ambassadorship at, at the point of purchase with uh, venue staff and also venues. And that, uh, that if we can provide better training and education and connections to those big brands, there's a real holistic hospitality community there to be made. So uh, five years ago, literally five years ago, next week, we uh, set off uh, into Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane um, and uh, started pounding the pavement. And uh, what we have now is Barcats is, uh, is up and running across Australia, New Zealand, and we launched into the UK two weeks ago. Oh, great. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. We've got 125,000 uh, active staff members on the site that are looking for work all the time. We work with about 36,000 venues across uh, across those areas, um, and uh, we work with some of Australia, New Zealand's, and uh, and now England's uh, biggest uh, sponsors like Coca Cola, ABI, InBev, Diageo, Treasury Wines, Lion. Lion's actually a part owner in the business. Um, we work with federal governments, uh, providing training and, uh, and getting people off welfare. Building confidence. We uh, we also have an under 18s platform working with uh, kids. So mm-hmm. it, uh, it's a it's a cheeky little startup that's just starting to get to to a scale up sort of perspective. Fabulous. So, I mean, what a great time to start right into COVID. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, we had uh, two 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 uh, two years of uh, two years of disruption. My corporate upbringing is, was pretty significant, and uh, one of the things that corporates do really well is. Train crisis management, and uh, I think uh, COVID was great for us because we we were really decisive. We moved very very quickly, um, and actually our diversity in markets really helped. So when Victoria was closed, Queensland was pumping, and yep. when Auckland was up and running, you know we had some disruption in Sydney. But then equally, when Auckland went into closure, you know Sydney was up and running again. So just mm. that diversity of markets really helped. And coming out of COVID, oh my God, you know. Every every second news story is about the lack of uh, lack of uh, staff shortages and yep. and training and education and you know the requirements of how do we get back to normal. So we've certainly been very very popular um, over these last uh, six or so months. Great. So I mean, what lessons have you have you have you taken out of COVID um, that you continue to implement in, into the business? I think 
the ultimate lesson, and it's probably for, for you know, I speak to <laughs> equally like yourself, speak to lots and lots of startups and startup CEOs, and I think um, one of the things that's made us ultimately quite successful is that we have a very, very strong strategy, but the most important part of that strategy is we spend 90% of our time executing it. And and it's really about moving to execution very quickly. So, you know, setting up the business five years ago, I spent nothing but, you know, the first six months doing about seven kilometres a day, pounding the pavement with our sales guys, hitting venue after venue. Um, there's not too many venues I haven't been into across Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, Auckland, that I don't know firsthand. Um, yep. And I think that's the humble humble nature of being a CEO is that actually – You've got to roll up your sleeves and, you know, I still do everyone's email accounts to expenses to setting up their flights to, you know, I'm, I'm the PA, the, the cleaner, the uh, the CEO, the, you know, the salesperson. Um, but I uh, I love it. I love the sort of, love that um, getting back to basics. You know, I, I call it the humbleness of, of being a, a CEO, but it's, mm. yeah, it's certainly uh, the ones that I see fail are all failing are generally the ones that have got the great ideas and the great strategy, but they forget about the execution piece. And uh, they're, set, they're, set, they're setting up there with wonderful apps or platforms and waiting for people to find them. And I'm, I'm, I'm laughing. I don't know if you can see that. You know, this is me mapping our processes right. and building the checklists and SOPs. So I know exactly where you're, exactly where you're at. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you mentioned um, startup scale up. How many staff do you have? Uh, we've now got 46 uh, staff members um, with 14 now joining us in the UK. So we've got about 32 in Australia, New Zealand, 14 now in the UK. We'll have 105 by Christmas. Lots of lots, lots of complexity. Yeah, yeah. And staff, staffing is probably the, the – you know, what's, what's the uh, – my board uh, asks me all the time, what's, what's the biggest uh, barrier to our success? And it's staff members, you know, it's – and you find the next the next person that's going to take you on another ten percent, another twenty percent. Do they truly share share your dream and and ambition and and trying to get people that aren't employees but actually are truly hearts and minds and connected and want to do that extra ten or twenty percent? And do, do they, are they working you know, with you um, remotely? It's a hybrid. How's it all working? Yeah, the vast. So we've got an office here in Sydney that uh, has about eight or so people in the office, and then the vast majority are you know on the road, um, working, pounding the pavement in venues. We we have a really really vibrant WhatsApp group um, that is fun, energetic, and that's you know we're sharing every day um, messages of both support, wins, losses, um, um, fun around that, and then we try to. You know, twice a month, get people together for our values awards, or whether it be, you know, we call it the shout out. Um, we uh, we we connect, um, you know, around a little bit more formal sort of processes, and then once a year or once every six months, we try to find a way to physically get everybody together. Um, but it, uh, yeah, I've I've just spent literally four weeks in the UK with the the UK team inducting them and and getting them into good good space. Um, and there's nothing uh, nothing better than sharing a, a Jager bomb with uh, with somebody whilst at the same time inducting inducting them into uh, what the uh, what uh, hospitality is all about. Oh, I think I'm too old for a Jager bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get up with my two, my two eight year olds. Yeah. So tell me, what do you reckon your biggest learning has been having come out of corporate into your own business? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, the biggest learning I think is that, um, and I I wrote this down on my phone. 
in the first uh, first couple of weeks uh, of starting Barkcats was every day someone's going to tell you you can't do it. And there's a reason that's, you know, oh, that sounds just like something else I've seen. Oh, haven't you heard there's three other competitors or there's a US business going to come and do that? So it's, in, it's human nature that your friends, your competitors, your customers – Want to want to try to help you, but they by helping you tell you about all the things of why it's not going to work. Um, so the thing I've, I I had on my phone that reminded me each day was just be bloody minded, be resilient, and just keep pushing forward, um, yeah. and really be confident around what you've got, and you will win the day. You just win the day if you've got that attitude of cool. It's great to have competitors. It's great to have a new entrant coming in. I'm confident in what I'm doing and, and, and there's enough room for all of us. Um, um, and what was interesting is during COVID, the vast majority of our early startup competitors dropped away um, because they just weren't as fluid. Um, they weren't as quick to sort of make the decisions. They sort of mothballed their company quickly. Of, oh, my God, well, I can't, I'll, I'll come back to it. Um, and you know, we we just we we went from seventy two thousand staff members to one hundred and five thousand staff members during that period. So we just grew. We just kept on growing. They're extraordinary numbers, aren't they? Yeah, they are. No, we, we hit two two point two million people every month on social media. Um, you know, we're we're a small little tiny business, but we have a really strong. We punch well above our weight, and that's yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. Congratulations! It's it's really interesting. One of the one of those characteristics of entrepreneurs is is persistence. You know, it's um, uh, it's it's you know, you get knocked down and you know, one of the song goes, get back up again. It's 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 one of the key characteristics of of, yeah. of, of successful entrepreneurs. I think I think the other thing for me is um, is being single minded about your one idea as well, and mm. keep keep that execution really simple. Once you've done that, then you can layer on the complexity and layer on one or two things, but. There's a you, you're constantly tested with distractions. Oh, you know, you should do a little bit, a little bit more of this or a little bit more of that, or yep. what you know, this platform would be even better for did you know, XYZ. Mm. Um, if you can keep to your knitting and do that really well, prove you can do that really well, then you can layer on the next bit. But do do yep. that foundation, do that. What you're what are you going to be famous for? What are you going to be successful for? Do that really well first. Um, you know, it's interesting. I, I have a coach and I spent four hours with him last night and. We were talking about unique ability, both of the CEO, me, and and as all, and also my company, and it is you know, that layers of layers it layers of focus. Yeah. So tell me, the word successful. Um, who's the first person who comes to mind? Ah, uh, wow. Um, geez. Uh, I was going to be self-centered. I'm successful. Um, the, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I've got I've got that many mentors and friends and so forth that I would you know that you know jump to mind of being you know the guys that are that that balance you know I've got lots of family friends that are mums that are working mums that are balancing life that you know, I'd say they're massively successful. They're, they're managing great careers whilst at the same time being great uh, great parents and and so forth. Um, Lots of sporting icons that you know, I, I'm heavily involved with my golf, heavily involved with my football team, uh, Carlton, and uh, and uh, great successes in all of those spaces. Um, but I, I, what the common goal that they all have is that they are they are 
they're genuine people. And I like, you know, one of the things that I, I've got an amazing, amazing uh, black book, I guess, or just a huge amount of friends that I tr- that that I would say are friends, uh, you know, connections, but are friends. Um, and that's really helped Barcat certainly because, um, you know, when we started the business, I had all these people offering me support and and help. And that, uh, that um, was because the relationships that I built over many, many years are genuine. And I think that's the that's absolutely the key in in that space is that um, you see lots of perceived successful people, but they they've they don't have genuine relationships along the way that they've, they've mm-hmm. stepped on people to get to where they've got to. Whereas so, I generally generally yeah surround myself with people that are actually you know people that you want to spend time with forevermore. Mm. It's interesting you say that, I, and congratulations because you're you're a bit of a rarity in that respect. Um, you know, I ask um, my clients and client teams, and I run a couple of um, uh, accelerator masterminds for CEOs. Yep. And just recently, I've been asking them, you know, who are the top five people um, you spend your time with in business, and who are the top five people you spend your time personally with, and do they add value to your life? And it's a crack of a question. Um, yeah, yeah and, absolutely. And and how many, particularly on entrepreneurs, you know, forget to keep those. Um, those connections and contacts um, up because we get so focused. But I love your comment about um, uh, working mums. So if you if you know one, I'm looking for a practice manager now. Um, who uh, my preferred option is actually um, is a mum with kids at school. If you know someone, let me know. Let me know, please. Likewise, I've been saying that for nearly five years. Of just it, my 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 uh, my uh, sort of co-founder. Is, uh, is one of the most brilliant working mums I know that work, is based from Brisbane, Alison Johnson, and she's uh, she's been you know a force of nature. She and I both went to the UK. She's fabulous. Um, but if I could replicate five more Alisons, then nothing would stop us. You know, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. but I every week I'm chasing that that uh, that next unicorn of you know where's the next great working mum? And unfortunately, um, you you do need to sort of hunt outside of the box because they're not. They're not yet on LinkedIn, and they're not certainly looking on Steve. You do actually have to find them at the next barbecue, or just encourage them out of uh, out of, and let them build some confidence um, a lot you know, of the time. It's, it's, it's interesting to say that I got slapped over wrist the other day. Um, I promoted you know, this into the WhatsApp group through um, my daughter's uh, netball team and my son's rugby team, which I coached, and I yeah. got slapped on the wrist. Don't, yeah, no promotion. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Question. So, um, books, podcasts, business blogs, biographies of leaders, are there any you'd recommend? Um, yeah, it's really funny because I get asked that uh, a little bit. I, I, I can't remember in the last five years a blog, a, a podcast, a, a, uh, I just haven't read, you know, I, I, I literally, and, 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 I, I relay it to other people. Guys, I'm 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 120 consumed doing my doing it. You know, mm. I, I really really am. I've got um, a great board. I've got a great group of very small investors. So we've only got a cap table of 11 or 12, and they are all, you know, and Nick Falloon, who's deputy chair of Channel Nine and and you know chair of uh, Domain. Um, I'm very fortunate that I also get to play golf with him once every two weeks or so, and he's my mentor. Mm-hmm. You know, I get to bounce off him every yes. every two weeks. You know, I've got a Ross Greenwood on the other side who's 30 years as the business editor. Yeah. And he's, he interviews interviews people every day. Um, mm-hmm. And he's a mate and a friend. That's a, so I, I'm, I'm surrounded by great people 
that are that I don't need to fill fill time up with by the sort of the the cookie cutter approach or the yep. seven steps of Covey or you know um, I and I and, I, and that's not to say there's a place for that but I I do my feedback to a lot of startups are guys get out of the headphones and just it's in front open the eyes and get out in the street and yep. and start settling and executing yep. because honestly it, it, you're going to learn by doing um, and go and make mistakes and it's actually one of the things that that Nick actually gave me early early advice it was when you're coming out of corporate one of the things the corporates teach you really really well is just go and trial in a hundred stores go and do this for for ten or twelve weeks learn 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 and then go and reapply um, don't do that as a startup just go big fail really quickly you know so we launched into Sydney Melbourne and Brisbane on day one literally Sydney Melbourne and Brisbane on day one we had three and a half months worth of money in our in our pockets it was either going to work or it wasn't going to work. And sure yeah. enough, you know, you you learn quick and you adapt and you make it work. And uh, that's the best piece of advice I could give. Perfect. Thank you. And, you know, yes, it is the, um, uh, the word successful and mentors and learning. You, you've answered the question surrounded sort of the right people. Yes. Jeffrey, thank well, you so much. It. Thank you so much. So it's really interesting. I really appreciate it. And I know, I know um, our followers will, will love it. Fantastic. No, I really appreciate it. Jump on Barkas, if you've got daughters or sons that are looking for work or mums or dads looking to get back into the workforce, um, Barkas is there to help and uh, we've got some great training packages. We're yeah, also, and your, uh, and your, your website is one? www.barkats.com. Could be easier. Perfect. Jeffrey, thanks so much. Thanks, Todd. Speak soon. Bye. If you were hearing this message, you've listened to the entire episode. And for that, we want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We hope you enjoyed this new episode. And if you did, please leave us a review on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, or wherever you watch slash listen. Please share this episode with others who may be interested in this topic. If you want to be a guest on the podcast, please send an email to admin at scaleupgrowth.co. Put be a guest in the subject line and tell me a little about yourself. If you want to gauge where your business growth potential is and identify where the biggest opportunities in your business lie or where the key needs that you need to concentrate on right now are, take our assessment where you will receive personalized advice for improvement. It's quick and free. Go to scaleupgrowth.scoreapp.com. If you would like to work with me one-to-one, I love coaching and get the best outcomes that way. Send me an email to jonathan at scaleupgrowth.co and put one-to-one in the heading. Tell me a bit about your business and let's see how we can apply a great strategy for your business. So that's it for this week. Tune in next time for more great learnings from a scaling entrepreneur.